In 2021, a crack commando unit of French civilians was sent to a prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the French civilian underground. Today, still wanted by the government. They survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can call. Fear and Bitcoin. So, it's not the end of the world as we know it, but it's time for beer and Bitcoin. <laughs> it is. I brought a case down tonight, boys. What are you drinking? Oh, boy. oh my Coronas. Coronas. Corona in a can. I've never met anybody that drinks Corona in a can. Well, I just figured out the other day, buy a six pack of that. It's uh, $10 and 30 something cents. To buy a 12 pack is almost 20 fucking dollars. To buy a 12 pack of cans costs uh, almost 13. So I'm, I could buy a 12 pack of cans for 13 bucks. Fuck yeah. Sign me up. I grabbed her and that's what and I got. he gets redemption on the cans. <laughs> <laughs> Always fucking thinking. Budget beer and Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we've already been talking a little bit before i hit record what's going on this week jimmy it's pretty lackluster are we in crypto are we in crypto winter crypto winter yeah i don't think i don't you guys ain't seen crypto winter well spark maybe sparky did back in sparky did not me sparky hibernated when sparky should have been out and about being busy (laughs) this fucking winter up here today i'll tell you that boys she's cold yeah yeah. Such a big difference between here and up there. Fucking it is. People are already posting pictures of their lawn and shit. They're showing, oh, I can't wait. Winter's almost over. I'm like, winter's almost over. That's t-shirt weather for us, buddy. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can remember. So for those of you listening, we grew up, we all grew up in very northern Maine. And I can remember going to the Bangor Mall for February vacation when I was a kid. And we'd be down to t-shirts and it was like 30 degrees out. People would look at us like we were crazy. It was like, well, it's a lot warmer down here. Spring. Yeah. Like kids coming yeah. out of Siberia. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we're like the wildlings there north of the wall. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, so first headline of the day. First headline of the day. Uh, I figured I'd check out crypto prices right now as of recording. $37,000. I just, I just like a half hour ago, I just bought three grand worth of Bitcoin. Jesus Christ. That's right. That's how I roll. Right? Big time. <laughs> now I got it at uh, 37620 something, I believe. Right, Winger, you gotta go. get uh, you gotta get big pimping on that little sound box here. So when he says things like big that, pimping, yeah, I yeah. can make well, that happen. Probably not right now. Okay, but, I can get a round but, of applause anyway. Oh, so you want a round of applause? Yeah, oh, oh baby, <laughs> you ain't getting shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you too. We got yeah. a fired up drunken Frenchman today. Now that's my first beer, ladies. Yeah, I've been pissed fired. off about this all fucking day. Don't let him fool you. He's been drinking all fucking week. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. get some news. Bitcoin 2022 20, expecting record attendance. 
the Miami, Florida news file court, March 13th, 2022. Miami will again play host to the cryptocurrency enthusiasts around the world as the Bitcoin 2022 experience takes on a crypto-friendly ma uh, major U.S. city. Uh, the four-day event taking place from April 6th to April 9th in the home of the self-proclaimed BTC enthusiast Mayor Francis Suarez is expected to see record registration and attendance, plus a panel of speakers that wouldn't look out to place any major business convention. <clears throat> the next Bitcoin bonanza looks to, set to, to be the biggest one yet. They're expecting over 25,000 attendees. Jesus. Yeah, me and the Frenchman going? Yeah, going? good. We should. Write that off as a business expense. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's coming right up. April 6th, April 9th. Come on. You guys aren't doing anything but working. Right? I know. Take the day off. Maybe oh, I fly yeah. down there and find a fucking van. and Yeah. Drive it back. We're talking yeah. about some Bitcoin, too. Fucking gas. <laughs> eight bucks a gallon out there, for Christ's sake. You want to buy right. a van and drive that back? Yeah, I want a four-wheel drive, too. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to run it in that all the way back. Yeah. I'm going to fill that full of fucking proof-of-work miners. And... That's yeah. right. Yeah. Bitcoin 2022 will bring mainly global recognized entertainers, international business, political leaders, President Nabib Bukele of El Salvador, who is also a keynote speaker. The four-day experience will feature discussion, conversations centered on the furthering of the Bitcoin industry. Recognizing the work of the open source developers and contributors, plus an art gallery titled Bitcoin Renaissance in honor of the golden age of the artistic expression, which followed the 1494 of the year the double entry accountant debit and credit method was discovered. The speakers of the conference will host a selection of dynamic world renowned speakers across multiple industries and crypto business sectors. Uh, Bitcoin billionaire and entrepreneur Michael Saylor. Will be in attendance and speaking at the high-profile event. Lightning Labs CEO, developer, and leading blockchain space Elizabeth Elizabeth Stark will also contribute to an impressive list of guest speakers. Renowned Bitcoin developer Jack Maulers will be giving his take. Strike CEO and founder of the devoted in the last several years of his work of developing applications to advance Bitcoin architecture into the future. Cryptocurrency advocate and one of the only U.S. senators proclaiming Bitcoin BTC, Cynthia Luminous Wyoming, will also be speaking at Bitcoin 2022. Author of uh, Safety Amunis of the Bitcoin Standard, Blockstream CEO Adam Beck, Professor of Author Jordan Peterson. Ooh, Jordan Peterson. Why the fuck ain't we going? I never said we couldn't. You want to fuck go? That's, that I'll sounds go. like a good time. Want to go? Right. We don't could go up to the Kelly and be like, hey, man, we are your biggest fan and you don't even know about it. Yeah. We talk don't... about that dude every fucking show. Because <laughs> it's important. I think it's yep. like super important because that is the that's the trial era. You know what I mean? That that's we're going to see if the shit works or not. Anyway, yeah, you interrupted me. OK, North Korean defector, human rights activist, uh, you know me, Park. Made up just a few of the dozens of dynamic speakers that will grace the stages during the main conference conducted in the two uh, middle two days of the industry, initial industry day. On day four, the experience will end with a live music concert. Sound Money Fest. Who is performing at the Sound Money Fest? Sound Money Fest will feature the talented world-renowned artists, including Logic, DJ Steve Aoki, Dead, Man, uh, Dead Mo 5, Run the Jewels, and San Holo. 
hipsters. I don't know any one of them. No. Hipsters. I think I heard of that Aoki guy. He's like a long-haired China guy, right? A DJ. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Tickets DJ are... on the show. Yeah, that's right. Tickets are available the Sound Money Fest for individuals wanting to experience the talent, talent of musical acts. Sponsored for the four-day experience have been published in Bitcoin 2022. Official website, Crypto.com, crypto asset management firm Valkyrie, and investment firm SoFi are also notable sponsors. Bitcoin 2022 experience, crypto finance global leader xbto is the first level sponsor along with north american and largest mine operations marathon digital holdings new york-based trust company paxos and other bitcoin 2022 sponsors will as well gatewaycheckout.com and moonpay the industry's biggest players and have seemingly come together to celebrate btc more on bitcoin 2022 events the Renaissance Art Gallery will display artwork related to the top artistic talent integrating Bitcoin into sculpting, multimedia, painting, digital collectibles. A live auction will be held at the art throughout the entire four days, showcasing over 60 artists and 10,000 square foot center of the Miami Beach Convention Center. Another side story of Bitcoin 2022 will be to find the next Bitcoin business pioneers. 12 finalists selected from a talent pool of 140 applicants will get the opportunity to pitch their idea to experienced judges. Tim Draper, that's that dude that I was talking, uh, I was trying to think of his name last time we were talking about him. He's a billionaire that that ended up with a lot of that Silk Road. The government, the government seized all that. Then they had an auction, I told you. Yeah. He was the one that ended up with the majority of that. Uh, Dave Lee of Samsung. Next, Kevin O'Leary of ABC Shark Tank, Tyler Evans of BTC Inc., to name a few of the nine celebrity judges. Huh. As the live experience draws closer to Bitcoin 2022, tickets are on sale and available for purchase on the official Bitcoin 2022 website. The premium package known as Whale Pass is designed to give full experience to Bitcoin <laughs> with inside perks, including premium food and beverages, front row seat, and throughout the experience, and certain services, transportation, and golf cart escort. Ooh. And a happy so ending tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I, I got to sit in the back in the nosebleed section while you sit up front and watch all that shit. As long as you wear <laughs> that, that fucking uh, that vest and that headgear and you got like the press thing. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. I seen a. Make it happen. I seen a video. You remember Michael Winslow? Mm hmm. The black guy on police academy made all the fucking noises and yeah, shit. Yeah, noises, yeah. <laughs> Him in a golf court, at, like some sort of, in a golf cart at an event similar to this, not a Bitcoin event, but making all kinds of crazy shit. It's pretty funny. Anyway, yeah, that's going on. Well, that's Sounds awesome. Like fun. We'll, I wonder we'll how much tickets a, are. Give that a cheer. I don't know. All right. Uh, official website available Bitcoin experience draw a larger crowd than four in the cryptocurrency Bitcoin specific space continues to grow annually. You, I don't know. You just need are. to look at the whale passes because you're a whale. Yeah, right. Whale. God damn. I don't think I'm what. Uh, <laughs> don't let him fool you. He's buying a van and driving it from California. He's all set. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a moon coin whale. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm like the Death Star of Moon Coin. The Death Star of Moon Coin. Do you see we got a we got like I'll a check in from uh 
we got to check in on our YouTube channel, a comment a while ago about something about Mooncoin. Some guy was like, any traction on this? And I'm like, probably <laughs> not. Probably not. not financial advice, but I'd go put a second mortgage up and buy some coin. Now. <laughs> yeah. I see uh, reports about MetaMask uh, requiring like some sort of information and shit like that. What? Yeah. I saw that. I've seen stuff about Coinbase asking for, uh, thank God I got my shit off there. I'm not a fan. I mean, they're, they're, I understand that they're going to have this new regulation, but they wanted like three months of financial fucking shit. And it's just more and more. Really? Your personal, like uh, your work financial or just your crypto financial? uh, Banking. Oh, they want to know everything. They they want to tax you on fucking shit from five years ago. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Favorite color, your mother's maiden name. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Sexual preference. All that stuff. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Pre- preference after five beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My scale just broadened a lot right there. Yeah. No, that's crazy. All of them are going to do that then. Get your shit off exchanges and get them on the ledgers. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because they'll hold that, won't they? Eventually they'll. It's... Well, you see the Trudeau with the goddamn fucking trucking shit and stuff. You know what I mean? That's exactly. Yeah. What, and now you're seeing it with the Russian. All where you can't support the fucking. It's like. So, if they're going down this path, how does it distance itself? You know, crypto is supposed to be your freedom, your right, your passage. To get Tell me how to do it. You got to yeah. hold your own keys. And hold your own key, but then when you go to cash it in or sell it or do whatever, then they got you. Eventually, you're gonna get to a point. Eventually, you're gonna get to a point where I'm gonna buy a gun off you from Bitcoin. That's right. It's not not gonna be. I'm not gonna trade it to dollars and then give you the dollar. That's that's the answer. Is that people are gonna want Bitcoin more than they want fiat? But people are still fucking figuring this out. They still don't have a. They're gonna be IRS. I mean, whatever branch that they fucking devise out of this now, it, it ain't going to be the IRS no more. It's going to be just digital. Yeah, the crypto police. Yeah. And they're going to have their Fed coin. Imagine when they, they have their own fucking coin. They control they're it gonna, all over. Dictate anything that you want. If they all of a sudden say cigarettes are bad, which we've all know that they are or whatever. But again, you know, you're going to have the far fucking left and, oh, the secondhand smoke is killing us all. And Right. They're doing like so flavored cigarettes now, for fuck's sake. Can't have menthol. They're trying to ban menthol cigarettes. I know, because they're like, this is fucking most ridiculous fucking thing I ever heard. <laughs> right. You could I smoke. Seen a sign, I've seen a sign at one of the gas stations. I go every morning to grab a coffee and grab my smokes or whatever. And they're like, say no to whatever. And I'm like, what the, reading that? And I'm like, what the fuck's that? Say, oh, they're trying to ban menthol cigarettes because it yeah. tastes like candy and the kids or whatever. And I'm like, they ain't oh, smoking no. the ones I was when I was a kid then. Them didn't no. taste like no candy. <laughs> I remember when I was a boy, when I was young, going fishing with my father. <laughs> and he gave me a fucking... About two coats of raid as bug dope because the flies were so bad. Yeah. And he gave me a cigarette and he was like, Don't you inhale it. You just puff it and blow it around. <laughs> right. And here I am today 
remember being sent up to the store as a kid to go buy your parents smokes. Yeah. <laughs> go up to the store, go buy a pack of smokes, go up on the counter, throw the money on there. Dad <laughs> wants his cigarettes and mom wants theirs. And they knew what they smoked. They just throw the packs on the counter. Off you yeah. went. You did that with your kid today, man. You'd be in fucking jail. You'd be doing but all kinds of shit. To me, that there's something. There was something good about. I mean, I know you can say that whatever, but there was something good about that era and that time and them things that were going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? There wasn't all these goddamn fruit booters now that, you know. That's because of social media. I think Change. so. I, I won't become digitally connected. That's when the whole world fucking changed. I won't well, say any names or whatever, but I see people. I have the Facebook. I do not comment on I know. I, I tag you and shit all the time. I'm like, well, fuck I know. him. I know he's on here. Yeah, don't be offended, but I see I it. am. <laughs> I laugh and I appreciate <laughs> whatever and stuff like that. But I see so many people. I see people that I was like really, really fucking close to that I seen this like morph into something else some i have a really close friend that was never into that shit and then got into the facebook and then like a post every couple weeks or something about a project or work that they did or accomplished and you see the you know thank you for whatever and then that turned into like fucking every fucking day and like every day they're posting like 10 20 times a day and then it's such a political fucking, I seen it morph them into this uh, conservative fucking work ethic, you know, old school kind of mindset into this liberal fucking bullshit of, of acting like they know what's going on with politics and Ukraine and, 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 you know, uh, you talking about me. No, it needs it needs to stop being socially acceptable to talk about politics all the time, right? It, it, it used just, to be. It turns you into something else. Yeah, it does, you know. I, I mean, I remember fucking sitting on the floor with my father, seeing Ronald Reagan as president. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Okay, from being a child, listening to my father bitch about politics. That's why I follow politics today and read what they're doing and this and that. That's all from that. Yeah. It's just that we're our parents' age that we remember doing that shit with them. That's it's where it's relevant to you. You understand it more. It's it's important, and you understand now that it's there's no Democrat, no Republican, and all that. It's this side wants a certain power, and they want to do this with it, and this side wants a certain power, and they want to do this with. It. Yeah. They're the same group of fucking people just going back and forth. Both of them, both sides, no matter who's in office, has hurt us, American people. To get their fucking way, shut government down, boost prices up like your fuel prices. They have control of that shit. You know, hey I mean? man, brother. No, no. it's true. We're, we're the fucking <laughs> US United States, man. They dictate that. All those fucking cargo ships off off the coast, and people can't have this and can't have that and keep you locked up in fucking homes. Both sides did that, fuck sakes. Both sides. And you just understand it more it's and it's more complex now there's more people there's more shit going on than when our parents were bitching about the politics of the time then this is is why this is why we bitcoin right because we want out and and there's not there's not an uh an extra box on your ballot that says um none of the above right so the best way you can do it is from something outside the system like crypto 
Yeah. For, for right now, for this is going to be the change that needs to happen. Okay. But what are our kids? Are their kids going to deal with when they're old and it's everything's digital currency like that? It's not going to be like it is right now. It's like when the, the booming age of the United States, the industrial age, like fucking everybody was working. Everyone prospered from that. Then all of a sudden greed took over. They're going to find a way eventually over time to fuck with us. And who's going to figure it out? It's not the old fucks that are in there right now. It's the up and comer people that are going to be in politics for the next 40, 50 years. And their kids and they're morphed into that. They see, well, these are my mentors. I see how their power is, how they control it just with this time. Like I said, I'm scared for our kids, what they're going to have to deal with. Because it's going to be so much fucking worse. Every aspect of your life is fucking on file. They know everything about you. It's, it's crazy. It's scary. Be skeptical. That's what I teach my kids. You know, think critically, be skeptical. Mm -hmm. But yeah. when they're dealing with it, when they're older, they're going to have up and comers be like, okay, well, how do we change it? So we're like this Bitcoin's our time. We're trying to make ourselves financially free from them guys. They're going to be new and up and comers when they got control of this for so long. Then they're going to be like, the people are going to come up. They had enough of it. All right. Well, how do we change this? It only evolves. It only evolves. I think if it does a, if it goes to a, to a Fed coin, Fed cryptocurrency type thing, and and that will come. Okay. But you're going to have like the Bitcoin side or the like a federal coin side, and Bitcoin like forces responsibility. It forces, uh, it forces them to 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 have to answer for for like stupid ass fucking programs and shit. it forces you to have to answer for where the money's going because every everybody will be able to 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 see where them funds are going you know what i mean yeah we don't have a revenue problem we have a spending problem but you don't think when that fed coin's going to come this shit with russia and bitcoin and how they this is the most fucking sanctions that ever been produced on a country and a, a superpower at that. You know what I mean? That entire country has fucking crumbled because of Bitcoin. They like, okay, all these sanctions are like, well, fuck you guys. We got it all digital. Now all of a sudden executive orders and all these groups are getting together. They got to fucking figure this out. The Fed coin's going to be there. The Bitcoin is our goal. Just like back in when our parents gold was gold. The dollar was their dollar. We were, we live in the United States. We're going to all be on a Fed coin. They're going to pay us in a Fed coin. It's, it's, just, it's just inevitable. It's going to fucking happen. So they got that control of it. And there's only, just like now, there's only so many people that hold gold. Everybody knows about gold. How many people actually go buy gold to use it to protect themselves? No one. That's why we have a, a low class, middle class. and yep. People don't even buy silver. No. You know what I mean? It's not going to change over there. You know, over time, there's going to be the people who are smart and protected themselves, and then the people who are going to live off the fucking, you know, like we do. We, we, we buy a little bit of Bitcoin, and we take a fucking Fed dollar. Well, I think some of the problem why people don't buy gold and, and crypto is, well, for one, most of the people live week to week. They're not, wor they're not worried about inflation or the, the long-term wealth. They're worried about pump gas in their tank and food on the table. Yeah, but really, uh, most of us are, you know, I mean, all of us live paycheck to paycheck. You go to work every week, right? You get a paycheck, right? So you, you got a little bit off that, but how far, 
you know, maybe once you get yourself so stable into it, you, you can make that as your income instead of paper dollar. But there's just so many people. How many billions of people or millions are around this country and they live paycheck to paycheck and they try. They'll work 80, 90, 100 hours a week yeah. just to provide. And that's why it means storing their wealth and, and waiting for returns two, three years down the road is it's just not an option for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And two, the, the gold thing, it, the problem with gold is storing it. I've had, I've had fucking money that was taken from me. Mm-hmm. just from you know what i mean that I, i'm like what the fuck that's not right count that again disappeared nobody you know but mm-hmm. so there, there's a security problem with gold you know what i mean there's a security problem it's like you never save you gotta hide it in the fucking you know because somebody can always take that from you too there's a liquidity problem you can't go to walmart and just fucking spend your gold <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean there's a divisibility problem like all the all the things that we've talked about before with the qualities of, of Jimmy's out there with a big big lighter <laughs> melting out a little bit of gold. <laughs> no, no, motherfucker. I know what I got here. Two drops. That's what you're getting. <laughs> but but we've talked about the you know I mean, the, the, the problems that, that it solves. Actually, mm-hmm. I had a fucking list here somewhere. Talked about that before. Can't remember where it went, but but anyway, the, the scarcity, the security, the divisibility, liquidity, uh, there's like seven different ones. You know, it's got to be a store of wealth. And if you really get into it and think about it, Bitcoin wins in every one of them factors, you know. Yep. But uh, we yeah. just got to sit back and wait for everybody else to figure it out. Pretty much. Yeah, but we're, we're, we're waiting for them to set the guidelines for people like us to figure it out. That's the scary part. If they set the fucking guidelines and the rules, we got to play their game and find ways around it. Just like that. Not with all the other. Stone. All right. With all this shit right here, all this shit, I'm telling you, it's going to be true. a little bit gone. That's true. The only one true real fucking 100% crypto is this one right here, because you can't control it. There is no one. Once you've got that on the ledger or you privately hold your keys, you have access to that. Nobody can take it from you. If you just remember the fucking 12 word seed, you're actually part of the fucking network. You got Bitcoin in your head. You don't even need it. You don't need it anywhere. It's like the, the paper wallet. You just remember, you can be bollocky bare ass and fucking leave Ukraine and go to fucking Poland and you can take all your wealth with you. Nobody yeah. can take that from you. That 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 is something special. That all this other stuff with the on and off ramps and securities and and tokens that do other things and, and initial this has one very specific use and i think that's the most important one of all so like, saying yeah. that ethereum couldn't be bigger than than bitcoin or whatever because the smart contracts there's so many uses for it and so many different things that it could be but as far as peer-to-peer safe shit, you know what i mean so do you think <laughs> we'll go down or this is me rambling here Mm-hmm. As you said, you put your, your seed numbers in your fucking head, okay? You think that's why they want to start computer chipping people, babies and shit when they're born? Uh, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Crazy but I, world. I know, I know what you mean, but like you said, yep, we have that. There's mm-hmm. only so much of it. Yep, and that's scarcity. That was another one of the of the qualities mm-hmm. that money needs to have, you know? But do you think as soon as they figure out the the 
the ways that they can control or not control all of it, but control a chunk of it. Do you think that's when they come in and they swipe up all the fucking rest of the Bitcoin? I'm surprised they ain't doing it now. They're buying it. They, they are. Tell us they ain't. They all are. Every goddamn country buy. It's it's not even that. Look uh look at the people like uh, Elon Musk, fucking Bill Gates, uh, all the other super wealthy people. Just them combined own more money than the fucking government has. You know what I mean? Oh. So I don't know. It's it's so fucked up. Who's gonna be pulling what? You see all these people buying the shit. Well, we can control it. Fuck you. Yeah, the, the smartest people in the room seem to get it. Yeah, like this color. In other news, yeah, Apple co-founder, uh, co-founder Steve Wozniak expects yeah. Bitcoin to hit 100K. Says, I just really feel it from all the interest. By the end of the uh, year, I think, right? <laughs> He'd go feel like a dude, didn't he? <laughs> He's rich. He, who gives a fuck? He is a nerd. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, but he he understands like like Bitcoin the value is, of it. It's like the uh, Mr. Wonderful said. It, it's just software. It really is. You know what I mean? People that don't understand it, well, these people understand software, cryptography, and and all that stuff. You know, Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak expects Bitcoin to hit hundred thousand. Uh, he shared his view on cryptocurrency in an interview on Wild Ride with Steve O podcast published last week. He began sharing his Bitcoin investment experience. I bought a bunch of it at the start to say, How do you play with this new thing? How do you buy something online? I, I conquered that. Uh, how do you buy things in other countries? Uh, how would you pay for a donut in another country? Uh, how do you find an ATM that works on your Bitcoin? I wanted to experiment. And learn learn from it all. The Apple uh, co-founder described, <clears throat> adding that, and then Bitcoin went up. Well, I got scared and sold it all my Bitcoin except for one. He held on to one Bitcoin. Wozniak explained uh, that his purpose is to have uh, enough money to play with, experiment with, but not make money on. But however, two times it's gone way up and made money. He noted. Uh, the co-founder proceeded to make a prediction about the price, saying a hundred thousand. He explained, "I just don't know." where you get that feeling. I can't put any mathematics to it. I really just feel it from the interest. The, uh, the interest in crypto is so high. Wozniak further revealed that he recently put a bunch of money into uh, online wallet on NASDAQ listed crypto exchange Coinbase. Pretty much it's sitting right where it was right now. It went way up, it doubled, and then it halved. And that's very common. Cryptocurrency, you know that doubles, goes way the fuck up drops 50%. So pretty much doubles, halves, doubles, halves. That's what he was saying. Uh, Co-founder says it's some money in Bitcoin. Explained that he's not an investor. I do not invest. He said, I've never invested in stocks in my life. I've never used Apple stock on the iPhone ever. Because why? It goes to my happiness formula, he said. I found that my head gets to a peaceful spot where it's not worrying about everything being up and down and up and down and up and down like a day trader. Wozniak said several good things about Bitcoin in the past. And last week he said that Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency that is pure gold mathematics. In July last year, he said Bitcoin is a mathematical miracle. And I feel like he's right. I feel like he he, he gets it. And it's yeah. people like it's people like this, not the fucking the politicians and these people were the first to to understand the value of the mathematics of it 
that this goes on what I've been thinking, like uh, like uh, the the change that the entire world's going through technically, like it's becoming a no longer industrial, it's becoming a technical world. The the solids of people, like you see all these people, these older people, they're a lot of tech guys usually are the ones who are extremely wealthy in this and why they're all about that and they buy the shit out of this is because uh, the old ways of making money, like holding uh, real estate, buying certain stocks in this company is no longer a way for them to make money. This is the newest thing. Everything's digital. So that's why you see the boomers that fuck Bitcoin, you know, <laughs> monger. We'll go with that. You know what I mean? Their old ways is, is done for how they control it. The government doesn't know how to control it. They can control real estate. They control stocks. They do all that. And they have done it for a long time. Now it's coming to this. Okay, well, this don't mean shit no more. This is how people are going to hold wealth and how they become wealthy. It's all digital. Well, how do we control this? Change that. And that's why these guys get it. They understand the change before it happened. They understood it before the government knew it was happening. They didn't want to believe it. They didn't think their way was going to end. And at that pace that it's going. That's just how I've been thinking about this shit lately with people like these. What do you think, Spartan? Well, it's amazing to me that these old guys, right? Like Munger can't let go, right? Like he's so bitter about it. And he's like, whatever it is, 99 years old or whatever. And it's like, you should be ushering in new things as you get older because you you there there's a certain time when you've passed your usefulness and i know he's still making money or whatever but it's like see the new thing right like be open to it but but instead he's he's just dragging his feet and you know saying it's horrible calling it turds yada 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 wozniak he comes from he's he's a different guy right it's technology so he sees what it is right Mm -hmm. and Maybe the tech guys can see it and the financial guys can't, but, you know, we've seen some financial guys wake up to it too. But I, I guess with Munger, like, I mean, the guy was legitimately born in the, in what, 1920s, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. 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 I mean, like, think about all the things that guy has seen. He legitimately could have been, like, in probably not World War II, maybe, but probably Korea. I mean... So I don't expect him to get it, you know? It's just, it's just like us. Uh, when we're old, we're, we're going to be set on our ways, you know? With, we already are. Ah, you, you fucking kids and all this shit, you know? And that's how they see it. But they just see it in an aspect of wealth. Yeah, that's I, I already am on a lot of stuff. Like, music sucks now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. I'm still stuck, stuck on Zeppelin, ACDC and shit, and I'm yeah. going to be for life. That was our time. That's... <laughs> That's what was relevant. That's what what was awesome. You know, that's what we were born with. I, you know what? I I was that way until my kids came up through and now like the music that they're listening to, there's a lot of it's actually pretty good. So there is some new music that's, it's still good, but it's like, you know, like I like all genres of music, but I'm, I'm a rock and roll guy. Like that's my go-to every time. So, but you listen to the shit that they play now and you're like, what the fuck are you listening to it's not even music like i consider like james brown and shit like that i consider them people musicians when you got fucking 12 people on stage there playing brass instruments and everybody's part of the fucking show now everything right. is push of a button you know what i mean i ain't got no pretty voice but i know i can buy a kit where i push a button i can sound fucking good so i don't consider it music really 
it's more it, yeah it's we're, we're we're going through a period like the 80s where it's more production than talent now you know the production covers up what talent there might be because they all got the pretense of uh our pretext of fucking i can be famous i went to a friend's house the other night we went over for dinner and brought the baby down showed him off and shit their kids were watching youtubers that's when i finally got the name of it guys walking around uh, a grown-ass man videoing himself playing with legos for 45 minutes this guy is a fucking million yep. these kids are enamored with that i'm like how is this guy getting paid millions of dollars for just pushing legos around and making noises and kids are like oh he's awesome I'm like whoa all right this is a lot different <laughs> whoa <laughs> yeah no like how 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 you know what i mean yeah Everything, Scary. like like you said before, everything's getting decentralized. Everything's getting decentralized, and this is just the financial aspect of it. I mean, music got decentralized. Uh, no record labels and shit like that. Mm -hmm. We're talking about musicians, and you know, when you come up with a fucking Beyonce record or whatever, and there's a thousand people involved in it. Back in the day, you know, like Prince or somebody played every goddamn instrument and recorded himself, and yeah, you know, true musicians. True, true musician but this happening with everything and some stuff people don't like realize like like decentral like when napster and all that stuff it happened to music it's happening to movies it's happening to entertainment it's happening to it's happening to hotels hotels are not like that because the airbnb it's going to be centralized it's taxi cabs with the ubers and you know what i mean everything is getting decentralized it's like everything's getting broke up and it's uh, interesting to watch, I guess. It's just so drastic. That's that's why uh, pay attention to this shit. How people are not paying attention to this is what blows my mind. The technological advance that we have made as a species in the last 10 fucking years is baffling. The biggest change that we've ever, ever done in our lives has been in the last 10 fucking years. You know what I mean? Just astronomical, all leading this way and how people don't pay attention to it and not to think that money was not going to be part of this process. Well, and, and the other part of that though, is that socially we've also stepped back about 10 years, you know, feels it. Yeah. Maybe more. That's what the, even like, like, uh, the friendships is even being digitized with yeah. all the social networks and stuff. And I feel like you, you say stuff on there. And again, to go back to what I was saying before on how it's affecting people, it's it's affecting people in like a negative way, I believe. Yep. Of course, because they're they're only reaching out to people who are like minded like them. Well, there's no that, per that person there. You wouldn't agree with what the fuck he's saying half the time, and they can't deal with the aspect of being told no or that your view may not be the right one. So. You know, that's why they, they're on social media. Then all of a sudden, you know, we only have a small group of friends, but them guys think, fuck on Facebook. I got 10,000 friends. Look at my friends list. Look at my likes right. today. That's and what it all it, leads to. Being in a digital space, I think people don't have the, uh, you can say shit in a digital world that you wouldn't say face to face. You know what I mean? Like I, Jay like, and Silent Bob there. You need the big fucking list. Everyone who talks shit and go door to door <laughs> start whipping some ass. Well, right. I mean, like back when, nowadays, they, they say horrible things. Like, I, I guess like a girl 
young girls, like uh, 15 and under, the suicide rates like fucking four times yeah. when we were kids versus now, you know, because of cyberbullying and all that shit. Like back then, if I people are more apt to say stupid negative things to whoever it's like and there's no repercussions of it if i said it to your face when we were you know you wouldn't say that because there's always a threat of getting smacked in the fucking mouth you know well that's the reason why jimmy and i are friends right because like i knew when i was a kid if i said anything to him i'd get punched in the mouth (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, that's no, true. I mean, you, like you learn what the what the it, people are stepping outside of their social hierarchies, which are actually important because there, there's no con, no direct consequences for their actions. Yeah. But what's scary about it is that you reach out to far more group of people that are like minded like that. They think the same way. And. It's a bigger problem to deal with all of a sudden you had like you said back then you only had to deal with a couple people you know if you talk shit to them and you get slapped for it well you got slapped well now you got thousand people talking shit about you and then they got all their friends talking shit about you and all their friends talking shit about you so you're catching shit from and another another thing that i feel is like a major downfall of it is like and it goes hand in hand with all the cancel culture bullshit is is when you say something or you do something that's stupid it's there forever like, oh, yeah. like we've all said and done stupid shit when mm-hmm. we were and you know you're embarrassed or whatever and whatever happens but time goes on and, and you can kind of move on from that this they go back 10 years and oh he said the n-word and, and all yeah. of a sudden he's uh he's a uh, but it was like that back then when you said that time passes it goes on till you know 20 years down the road and you're at a party somewhere or gathering a guy's like hey remember when you fucking said that over there <laughs> Oh, yeah. shit, I forgot all about that. Fuck you. Yeah, That's Chris. bad, but it's you know, good in a way. Look at that fucking Jesse that. Smalley guy or whatever. Going I, to jail for fuck's sakes for that bullshit he started and all that. I, w- I went and, to my 10-year class reunion. I didn't go to the 20, but I went to the 10. And, like, I had mentally moved on, right? And s- somebody remembered. I used to do this horrible thing in history class, like, at least once a month. And I won't even say what it is because I, I actually forgot that I had done it. Right. And I would do this terrible thing about once a month and I would make everybody laugh. And he like he that popped out of his mouth like it was yesterday. And I was like, oh, I was horrified that I had even done it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. They We've all done kids when, when, when they do stupid shit. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This kind of falls into that a little bit. That DeFi star developer, Andre Corning, calls it quits. I don't know if you heard anything about that. And I wish I could have found the article that I seen on YouTube of him, his kind of giving his explanation about it. But I think it's important because this one man called it quits. And he has uh, the platform which is on uh, that runs on Ethereum and they run multiple different DeFi projects. And it started with Yearn, I think Avalanche, uh, uh, Matic, I believe was a part of it. He, he's involved with like 20 different crypto things and all of them projects like took a plunge because of this one guy. And he gave a really good explanation of why he quit crypto and he's done. He's not, he's not working with it anymore. And basically, I wish I could had his article so I could say his words, but basically what it was is, is like 
they don't get any of the there's like no benefit for him you know what i mean everybody is is just worried about the fucking price and and when's the next upgrade when's the next thing when's the next you know what i mean and when the price goes up which i've said before they're brilliant when the price goes down you're an asshole why did you <laughs> you know what i mean and it has nothing to do with the particular project or, or or the accomplishments that they've done in the software or anything people just watch this shit and it's all about money and speculation and stuff that's it's because it changes so fucking fast and if you're not on the ups with everything then it's gone this is a a highly stressful fast pace everything changes at the split second you know what i mean yeah and that's you got all these people i was you know like bitcoin is sound like the like you were talking about that's the number one i seen a documentary i can't remember the name of it on ethereum and how like that could be the toxic side of uh, crypto because you have a small group of people now who make the decisions. They're like, yeah, there's like 25 or 30 of them that sit there and they're the ones who do this and do that. Mm -hmm. That's how this shit can be manipulated. Changing this, changing that. Yeah. And, and what I'm saying with the Bitcoin being the only real true I'm, I'm not saying that the other ones don't have a use, but what I'm saying is like, what if metallic buterin fucking got into a car accident tomorrow? Mm -hmm. You don't think the price of Ethereum would fucking plummet? Just, of just, just strictly off speculation. Or let's he, say that he brain. quit. Or he got arrested for fucking kitty porn or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a face that's tied to it. To that, yeah. You know what I mean? And this, this is just a good example of one man that, that, 25 different projects like fucking had a, a a fall like a major fall just because one guy was sick of his job and he's like you know what i ain't fucking doing this no more yeah. and I, I i anybody could look up the andre uh kanji 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 whatever his name was it, i it's a really good article and i've seen it on reddit and i if you read his explanation on it he gives a really good fucking explanation on the pros versus cons and it's just not worth it for i get it take your money and run and fuck the rest of them because you're just going to get smashed on twitter and all the he's like the community sucks it's it's not about you know it's not about the fundamentals and like real problems that you're solving it's about fucking you know the bottom dollar it's 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 about just speculate it doesn't matter what it is it could be fucking you know a, a digital version of a fucking bottle cap and, and as long as the price is going up you know you're like you said it he it's a face to it look at fucking musk with doge one tweet drive yeah. that fucking price way up or so drop it way down <laughs> So now doge ain't a face there's there's not a face to it he's the fucking face and all he is, is he didn't even start fucking shit he just there are people tied him. to it there are people yeah. tied to it and it is a project that's constantly worked on but but bitcoin being you know i think it 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 sits outside of that box you know and and just like uh he gave another good example of how things that Tremoth Papaleotov or whatever, I can't remember his name, talking about like, uh, yeah, I've, I've talked on here before about the the, the dollar milkshake theory and how mm -hmm. things, I forget the, the guy that has that. 
uh, theory, but it's it's pretty interesting. And basically how the U.S. is like the, the world reserve currency. And then all these other currencies, when the U.S. dollar goes up, all the other currencies kind of in tangent follow it within, you know, pretty much like the crypto market. They pretty much follow it in tangent. This is pretty interesting right here. I see all this. I'm just noticing now. We're seeing these giant spikes in uh, in uh, stable coins. What do you suppose that is? Uh, usually, that's an indicator on the price going to fall. Really? Yeah. yeah. People selling and or putting in stable coins, waiting to. Uh, that's a lot of goddamn money. Yeah, it it's, is. It's fucking. There's so much going on. That's Five billion dollars. That's like five billion dollar spike right there. That's that's crazy. Interesting. A lot of money. Anyway, uh, what was I saying? Uh, uh, Bitcoin kind of sits outside of that box of uh, the U.S. dollar it being the world reserve currency. All other markets tend to follow. The dollar starts to do poor. If the dollar drops ten percent, Venezuela is going to drop fucking a thousand percent. This one's going to drop. You know, what I mean, fifty percent. This one's gonna. If it goes up, the same thing's gonna. And Bitcoin is kind of that thing for crypto. If Bitcoin right now loses five thousand dollars, you're gonna see a bloodbath and all this other shit. Everything follows suit. Well, I so mean, Bitcoin's not, the, the the followers. Everyone's following that one right there. Pretty much, you know what I mean. It, it's okay. it really is the leading indicator. You know, it's it's forty. It's up to forty percent again. Mm-hmm. you know what yeah. makes this is so hard is uh people getting into this now you single-handedly have your own financial freedom for the most part people have a job and they put into their 401k and all that stuff well the company offers that well that company hires this outfit that does what we're trying to discuss right here they follow the shit they know what them numbers mean people are like well i can buy this and do this myself it's so much of a learning curve. What the numbers mean up top, market caps and this and that. Where do I put my money? How do I shift this? How do I move that? Right. People get fucked up. You know, we can explain it a lot, but until you do it enough. But I did take your advice to that Cardano shit. Uh, what we were talking about the other day when you said you were going to dump something on there and pull it out at a certain number. Oh, and the VGX and stuff. Too. Or the Voyager coin, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Sparky and I are taking a beating on the cornucopias. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Sit and wait, Sparky. Sit It'll come wait. back. Yeah, sit and wait. And the biggest thing with it is you got to learn what the fuck their purposes are. Bitcoin's gold, okay? Yeah. Now, Ethereum with smart contracts and all the shit this does. This has a, a utility that broadens it's not just a currency it does this does this does this so how much of that do you want to put into that then oh stable coins what's what's the use for that when you do this when you do that it's easier i like me i never bought none of that cornucopia no now i'm sticking to what i learned about what's what and then try to go from there you made a good call on the cornucopia because if you wanted to get in now, you'd be getting in at like a quarter of what we get in. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but that's right. I'm in for the long term game. The mm-hmm. cornucopias, uh, the actual game launches, we're still months away, I believe. And I think we'll see a spike for sure. 
and then T drop. I've been doing really well on on the theta drop, mm-hmm. but I think this stuff like theta it kind of dilutes the theta token itself. The more you get the you know T fuel and theta drop and other tokens, I I, I do believe that kind of uh, people that hold a ton of theta might might look to diversify within some of the projects because the returns for the T fuel and the theta drop are more like I, I had gotten my first airdrop of them was like 4,900 something T drop. Now for people who don't know T drop is the, the gas, right? No, this is for the NFT market. The NFT market. What's the gas price or what's the gas? You know what I mean? You can have a Corvette, which would be your Theta, but if you ain't get the gas to put in it, T-Fuel. T-Fuel's the the gas token. But like I was saying with the the T-Drop, I started off with like 4,900 something of them and I immediately staked them and I'm already up to 5,252. You heard it here, folks. It's a whale. So you're getting uh, much more returns on the T drop and uh, than than I get from staking theta. But with the theta, I got the airdrops, so it kind of compensates. You know what I mean? But at some it's, point, it's, it's learning all that. That's why it it is a complicated system. It's a good system, but it's it's complicated. Yeah. But I guess it's like trying to figure out the fucking financial system. That's a complicated bitch. Complicated bitch. Mm-hmm. In other news, Bitcoin's hash rate jumped 15% in just 10 days. Minor difficulty expected to rise. So it's just more and more. Like Bitcoin's network is growing and it's growing. There's more people. Like if there's more people mining and the miners are growing, you don't think that there's more investors you think the investors like the regular people that just just hold bitcoin would be growing along with it right you see the crypto wallets going up but the mm-hmm. price isn't really i think the price is kind of a lagging indicator right now because there's more people mining it than well more it's like anything you you produce more of it and you there's less people are going to buy it because it's everywhere now right well we explained it as like uh kind of like a sports team Let's say you got a giant, the Stanley Cup or whatever, and you get two sports teams. Two people are playing for that cup, you know? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you got eight teams. Still the same damn cup. It's the same prize, but now it's harder to get because you got eight different teams playing for, you know what I mean? And, and that's exactly, that's the best analogy to explain the hash rate and stuff. You get more miners that are competing for that, for that uh, six and a quarter Bitcoin every 10 minutes, you know what I mean? And it continues to grow. And that's what incentivizes people to do it more efficiently, to keep prices down, to do more renewable energies that they say is going to fucking boil the ocean and kill everything on the planet because you use so much energy. The people that are using a shit ton of energy are not going to be profitable, so you won't do it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to... to the point now with... I'm not going to make pizza. If it costs me $50 to make a pizza... And I can only sell it for 10. How many years are left? What? How many years are left in it? Like, actually, we just crossed. This is big news. 
Bitcoin just mined its 19th million coin just recently, past couple few days. There's 2 million left. 2 million left. And the year, I think it's 2,130, if I'm not mistaken. The last Bitcoin will be mined. That's going at the rate that it is right now. It's never going to change. It's never going to so change. Mathematically, it's already programmed. <laughs> it's only the biggest, smartest, and uh, all, uh, ethical people, or not ethical, I can't remember the word I was going to use here with it. Smart people are the ones who are going to mine the rest of it. You know what I mean? They're, gonna, well, they're the ones who are going to do it. Proficient. That's kind of what the, the energy that you put into it. Like Bitcoin price appreciates, people will put more money and more effort into doing it. And the more effort that goes into it, it's a self-regulating thing. So if it costs, the hash rate goes down and it costs less to do it, people are less incentivized to do it. So it regulates itself and it makes the, 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 it's less hard to do it. It'll, it'll take the mathematical equation and lessen it. Mm -hmm. So it makes, it takes less computing power to be able to solve the problems to be able to mine that particular block so it's like oh well it's profitable again so you know what i mean it's really really smart like uh mr wozniak said it's a mathematical miracle really i mean so let's say a, a normal person say a person like us buys a computer mine bitcoin okay say you can only buy one one machine to mine how long do you think it'd take you to mine that one coin just say, like, I was to go buy a computer to go do it. To How long would that take? A coin? Well, you'd yeah. be mining Satoshis. You wouldn't, like, be getting one point. You know, you and 10,000 other computers would split the winnings of that particular block if, if yeah. you were in part of a mining pool because you can't compete now with these great big mining. So you might as well join their, join their pool or whatever. And as long as you're electric, your your energy costs are lower than the thirty eight thousand whatever it is for Bitcoin right now. You know what I mean? It would be profitable to do it. So say I bought that and I did that, get paid satoshis to actually have one solid coin, have enough of that put together to equal one coin, and then Bitcoin takes off to the fucking moon, whatever the price of it is. It would have been profitable to say, because like for most people now, it's kind of out of reach for them to go buy one Bitcoin. Like we're saying, people live paycheck to paycheck. It takes yeah. a long time for them to acquire one coin. So yeah. say you could do it in one or two years, you know, rough estimate, just having sure. a single computer. So that would be more financially reason just to have that one coin. It'd huh. be more in your reach to buy the computer and do that and go the couple of year process than it is to try to put each week out of your paycheck to buy that one coin and you know you're never going to reach it because it's just going to go higher and higher and higher uh dollar cost averaging is still i believe still a, a good uh, thing getting it but if B bitcoin mining wasn't profitable nobody would do it right you know what i mean well, just, just thinking for people yeah. that just want to say they, they want to get into crypto, but they only want to do one thing and they want to do Bitcoin. Well, would it be better yeah, for I them thought, to just buy it? Or I often thought about it with the, the Litecoin at one point in time, because that's what they call script mining. And script miners, once uh, when, Bitcoin, when Litecoin was like 400 bucks or whatever, everybody and their mother was fucking 
wanting to mine that shit. And then when it took this big drop and fall, you could buy them script miners like cheap, like wicked cheap. And you know what I mean? And you, that's where the money's made is down here. Mm-hmm. And then if the price were to go back up or whatever, you know what I mean? There's like a, a few different a few different blockchains that run off script mining, but Litecoin was one of them. And <clears throat> so yeah. any mining computer could could mine Litecoin or whatever can be mined. No, it's a script. You could have a you could have a special purpose mining unit to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now say we want to mine Bitcoin. How much does a computer like that cost? Uh, to, the relevant ones right now are like between fucking like the Apex miners are like 13 grand a piece. So that'd be energy efficient. So to do that, invest in your future, that'd be like buying an old shit box to get back and forth to work for the next four or five years. Well, if you go dump 13 grand on something that's going to pay for you when you're old, it seems like a, a why that's like an asset. Yeah. Uh, and, but there's a, there's a lot of, uh, tax shit now like back in the day it was you know i mean a totally different game nowadays there's lots of tax stuff like that that new thing that they passed they were trying to take like a proof of stake and like people like me that's doing the thing with theta and i'm lumping that all in together as the same thing and it's not it's not even close to being the same Fuck thing no that's gotta be two separate things Right, but being a there's still taxes and stuff like that on profits of, of uh, and of course everybody got scared when they were talking about uh, 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 gains. You know what the fuck was it? Unrealized gains. Yes, yes, exactly. That would have fucking fucked everything up. Yeah, but I mean it's like anything else. You're buying that machine to make you money. Okay, it's like you're starting a business. You're you're gonna make money off it. Well, you mm-hmm. gotta pay your your share to the government. It's only only right. You know what I mean? Yeah, within reason. Until uh, you know, I don't know why it's not just one flat fucking like fifteen percent across the board. You made ten million, or you made fucking ten thousand. Fifteen. You're gonna pay one price, and that's it. Well, I mean, they do it with business, right? The business taxes on it's what twenty seven percent. Price of gold taxes or whatever. Up. What's that? Price of gold's taking a jump here in the past uh, past week or whatever. Well, since February, really, it's been on. It's really run. high for gold, right? Yeah, I, th- I think we they hit an all time high, didn't they? No, that's got to be all time <clears throat> or close to. It's pretty close. So uh, October, it was really close i don't think it did but it was fucking damn close and what was the drastic reason for that because everything that's going on it, yeah yeah ukraine i guess stuff people looking for uh, a hedge you know i did go on here yeah leak because I was oh, there about to print $16 billion here and send that overseas. <laughs> but if you let this settle in a little bit, you see all the different cryptocurrencies that are being purchased in real time. 
to uh, the United States. But I was interested in uh, uh, checking out, like, uh, we talk about Ukraine and <coughs> I believe that's the Euro. Where the hell are you? Ruble. Ukraine. Ukraine. And I was interested to see, like, how much crypto is getting flooded in there. And I don't know what time of day it is over there. But there's not a whole lot of action. Whoa. Well, uh, this list over here that you're seeing is like real time. You know what I mean? And you're probably seeing light going. Uh, I don't know, a dozen transactions every 10 seconds, which sounds like a lot, but it's really not that much. It's the only place functioning right now. Uh, That's all Elon's fucking satellites are sent right there. That's the one hub. And then I wanted to see the people in Russia and the the citizens with the fallen ruble, like how much money was going into cryptocurrencies and see if I could see any like major transactions. As they talk about them, you know, avoiding sanctions and all kinds of shit from. uh, There's really not, I mean, compared to the U.S., that's because they control like the whole that. fucking system over there. You think Russia buying all that Bitcoin that they're getting it sent to Russia? They're getting that from fucking somewhere else. They're buying Monero and then sending it to Bitcoin, right? Well, I mean, you, you got to have access to the computer and internet and all that shit. And they control yeah. every fucking aspect of that. Well, on here, tip, you can see the, the transactions from Rupal into a, a particular cryptocurrency. You know I mean, this this farms information from all exchanges and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? This yeah, wave, we I do. Quite a few of them over there. Waves. Where's that? Thirty-seven thousand ruble. This is just a particular currency. Sparky and I made a good trade on that once. We were like What's a day ruble? early though. Remember? Mm-hmm. Remember spiked like fucking another twenty bucks or something. It's like shit. Yeah. I remember that. Sorry, Sparky. But yeah. Interesting to see. Yeah, it is. What what page is that? It's on Fiat Leak. Fiat Leak, yeah. Fiat Leak. Huh. It's a great one to see traffic for sure. But I mean, you know, like you said, Ukraine and all that shit. But look at crypto in, <laughs> in a cent, you know what I mean? You're seeing like 82,000 transactions in the past minute. Where's that? Here? 86. Between 82 and 94,000. These are the transactions like every, well, for the minute is up here, but this is hundredths of a second. And there's so much money going to the US dollar. And South Korea and Japan are a pretty, pretty hot ticket to Europe. You see the flow. You're the fucking hub of the epicenter, you know what I mean? The United States, financial sector of the world. Yes, sir. You click on the U.S., uh, you can particularly see, like, the individual cryptos. And I see all kinds of fucking shib. And... <laughs> Go to India, see what fucking Benish is buying. Benish? Shib. Yeah. That's the fucking shib capital like that right here. It shows the U.S. dollar being into, and shib's at number four right now. XRP three Ethereum two Bitcoin number one. 
followed by Solana, Polkadot. Wow, that there was a big Probably thing with the XRP. The price went up on that, and then that fucking judge ruled that thing that they can proceed and do whatever. That that's gonna be done the end of this year. XRP. They're hoping. Then we'll see what happens. Yeah. What was that Polygon shit? They shut something down, and fucking people were throwing a fit, and uh, that's because of that feller leaving. Oh, that that was Polygon. That's I what they did. No, there's 26 different or 25 different projects. That guy. Oh that no! Piggyback shit. off and like if Ethereum were to take a shit, and they were say, you know what? If a Vitalik were to go away and they shut mm -hmm. down Ethereum. There would be a fuck ton of projects that would suffer from that. It's not yeah, because a lot of shit runs off Ethereum. Right. That's like uh, that's like if Marvel went away. It's not just a comic book. You lose Spider-Man. You lose the Hulk. All you of it. Yeah. Hulk, you know what I mean? You lose yeah. all these different things that ride on top of that. Not just that, you know, movies, books, comics. It's a franchise. Whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Ethereum is is. A, like the main like a major building block for all these other things to to ride upon and that was another thing that that guy said was like i can do all these upgrades and make this project or whatever and put all this work and time and, and he put his personal money into it while people bitch about the investments and then somebody could just come along and fork the project and that other bullshit project will spike in price and then drop down and rug pull and and what you know what I mean, and all of his work and hard work and it's gone out the window. Kind, you know what I mean. I, I see his point. I guess that's what I'm saying. Tired of being run over. Tired of being run over. No, that's that's what it comes down to. It's like fuck you. In other news, shit. yeah. Yes, sir. This is uh This seems to have outperformed Bitcoin this year. Silver. Lithium. Lithium. Oh, fucking batteries. From all the goddamn batteries. You're up 480% for the past year. Mm -hmm. You know where the largest lithium mine in the world is? Right uh, downtown. Right? right here in Maine. Yeah. Maine? Holy yeah. fuck. Get yep. a shovel. What are we doing? Yep. Uh, we're not doing anything because they had the foresight to, you know, ban most mining here a while ago, a few years ago. Yep. But think about it this way. Uh, people paying attention like Portland and all that shit's become a big technological like Silicon Valley I guess of the East Coast is here in Portland uh, Loring Air Force Base they did a huge fucking satellite launch mini satellites to send in space they had people over here doing that last winter okay well that's all got to run off fucking lithium to run the, the shit that's on them goddamn things uh, Musk and all that shit there's only a few places on the planet that you can launch certain shit into space Maine happens to be one of them. You get a certain time of day that you have to do this, and everything comes into play. In, in Maine, you can do that. So all this big spike and all that shit, Jesus Christ. Then, uh, you know, it's, it's only a matter of time. That's an important fucking mineral right there. Yeah. And if the price is right, they got well, the right person in office. And you, yeah, I was going to say, you know as well as I do, like they're going to be going, well, you know, taxes are down because people are losing their houses because the economy sucks. Yep. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll have to open this up. This fucking state's an important state. People don't realize that. You have that big fucking announcement there. 
we sit on the biggest aquifer in the fucking United States, you know, for fresh water. You know, I mean, this is all very important shit here. This is an important chunk of ground. So, I, I well, like Poland I said, you Springs right for people. everybody, huh? Fuck Poland Springs. <laughs> <laughs> you get the right people in office, and they need stuff done. There, there's so always angry, people. huh? No, it's true. Says fuck Poland Springs. <laughs> well, the you know the batteries that that's the most important thing. Everything's going electric, you know, fucking yeah. rockets and all the shit that needs to be done and all that stuff. That they, they need that to run that. Yeah. You can only go to so many countries and start a war and fucking take it from them before we're like, hey, wrap them, take some of that shit over here. Right. We got this thing going to thing tomorrow. Parliament vote. Bitcoin banning measures seem too close to call on tomorrow's EU Parliament vote. And that is tomorrow. Uh, proposed rule that could effectively amount a ban of leading to cryptocurrency Bitcoin will be voted on by the European Union parliamentaries Monday with the outcome very much undecided. Uh, the Parliament's Economic Monetary Affairs Committee is set to vote on a draft proposed by the Markets and Crypto Assets Framework and the EU sweeping legislative package for governing digital assets. The draft contains an addition to look and to limit the use of cryptocurrencies powered by an energy intensive computing process known as proof of work. In other words, Bitcoin. Bitcoin and a few other fucking shit coins that don't matter. They're not mm -hmm. that dumb. Although the vote is still a close call, a small majority of community members may vote against the measure according to the people familiar with the matter. Do you honestly think that they're going to vote no on that? No. We didn't vote no on that fucking shit right there. They ain't going to do that. That goddamn part of the world's on the brink of a fucking big outbreak of war. There's a sliver of a possibility that this is going to be a thing. They're all in. Mm. There's no way. That's like we're pressing them on to ban fucking Russian oil. They're like, ah, fuck, man, we can't do that yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hold on, baby steps here. We got to take care of this shit first. They're not going to shut that down. They're not. That's all that is is like, ooh, suspense sitting on the edge of your fucking seat. Ooh, suspense. You think they got fucking uh, digital currency? You think they're going to lose that? Yeah. U.S. inflation hits uh, 7.9%. Negative impact on Bitcoin price looming. Big question. Today, we saw yet another acceleration in the United States Consumer Price Index for the month of February with data coming in the line with the consensus inspection of 7.9%. Uh, Previously, we expected inflation to potentially peak in quarter one while remaining elevated for the rest of the year. The scenario is looking less likely with the surge in commodities and energy prices now taking over. Even if it has a little material impact on bringing prices down, the Federal Reserve and other central banks are in position but they are now forced to try aggressively tighten monetary policy and maintain integrity or illusion of the price stability of the goals. Since December, the rise of the 10-year yields and the credit <clears throat> getting more expensive has coincided with the fall in Bitcoin's price. So it's coming. Uh, this is the most like decorrelated it's been. So what does this mean for the big picture? Credit markets are beginning to realize that the inflation is here to stay in a big way. Finally, that reminds me of all that. Like, where is all this fucking, all these people are talking uh, deflation. Deflation is right around, you know what I mean? And I'm not shitting on the the 
uneducated economists. But there was several of them. And I could see that certain situations that would cause deflationary things. And if I'm sure if you were to mention this, they'd say, well, Ukraine was a black swan event or whatever. But without Ukraine, prices are going to go up. You can't print fucking half the world's money in one year and not expect to see, you know what I mean? Look what you just showed that map with Ukraine and digital currency going into that. Before the war started there, Russia bled them down. Their their economy fucking damn near crashed before the war even started. That's how Russia hurt them, okay? How far do you think $16 billion over there is going to fucking go? $16 billion. (laughs) That's not going to go fucking far. We're at 8% on inflation. So how long we're like, we're going to send them some more. It's going to go about as far as 30 million barrels of oil did over here. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) how high do you think that inflation is going to go? It's going to go up. Yeah, it's just how fast. There's no question that's going to go up. And it's going to go up and it's going to continue to go up. It's going to go up until the collapse. Did you watch that thing that I sent you? I know Mark did. With Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio. It's like 45 minutes long. I didn't watch the whole thing. No. Watch it, God damn it. It breaks all it right. down really well. Yeah, I mean, even if somebody doesn't understand all that stuff, it breaks it down in terms where the most basic person can probably get it. And in cycles, and it's very, it's the same damn thing over and over and over and over. We're at the end of an era. And it's but the same cycle. It, it's it's more. It's more. It's more. You know, I, I, I do have to say, like, I've always heard the term new world order and thought like stormtroopers and darth vader and whatever but i understand that not everybody uses it in that way now why yeah, no, no, no. he was sure. talking about new world orders and i was like whoa, 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 whoa and then all of a sudden it's like oh there's a new order there's new people in charge that's what it is mm-hmm. yeah the same thing with you with the term uh, anarchists or whatever yeah yeah anarchy you know you gotta use the term yeah. correctly there's cycles and it it, it it does like like for years and years and years we we ha- have this and and the problem is like nobody's lived outside of that cycle we're at a part where you're born and raised and never knew anything but you don't question it you don't even think about it or whatever but when you have like the u.s like the the fucking 70 percent of their total gdp is off spending buying things mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's not the money that's valuable it's the things that the money gets you that's valuable the commodities you chase money because of not the money it's because of the things that the money can get you mm-hmm. and then on the other side china 70 percent of their gdp is is manufacturing they make the things that you want so when it all comes down to it and everything goes to hell it's whoever has the things <laughs> that has the things, you know, that's we'll what have, we used to be. We used we'll to be this, them people. We reproduce the fucking goods. Uh, industrial with our school right now. My history class. That's a part of the time of the country I'm in right now. The industrial revolution. Yeah. Then they realized that's when we started meddling into fucking uh, European affairs, overseas affairs. We never did that before. We, we stayed to the, us and that was it. And then all of a sudden when World War One broke out and the revolution or industrial shit, we started meddling that because we were producing more goods than we could consume. So how do we right. broaden our markets? So we started chipping that. Then we, the country grew rapidly. Well, 
We ain't got nothing no more to, to do. China can do it fucking cheaper because of their laws. They could pay a kid 10 cents an hour, work 80 hours a week. We, us fucking kids can't even flip a burger for $15 an hour, for fuck's sake. Part of that problem is the value of the dollar going up. And when the value of the dollar goes up, it does in long term hurt the country, the value. And people don't understand that because you have higher purchasing power. But that disincentivizes manufacturing. You know what I mean? Because people are going to buy goods from the U.S. in U.S. dollars or whatever. Then goods are going to cost more mm-hmm. versus China, where you have cheaper labor and things cost less. Remember when we was kids and they'd send us to Canada for some whatever? Yeah. And you went in the store and you had it. I remember going to fucking some field trip that we had up Kings there. Landon. Yeah, probably. And I had like fucking two dollars. I can't remember. It was like two or five dollars or whatever. And I bought a soda and a candy bar and I got like three dollars back. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> I was just name is counted. <laughs> that was my here. first touch with fucking, you know what I mean? With with the, yeah. you know, financial value. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, how is that even possible? Why does that work like that? Well, think about it like here, like inflation, it's almost eight percent right now. And your mm. lives personally has your spending habits changed. You still buy the same amount of groceries every week, just cost more. You buy the same amount of gas every week, it just costs more. How long before does that keep? Because people are paying that. So these companies are making money like a motherfucker. How long is that going to go up before we like, you know, something's got to be done here. All of a sudden you're well, working all week. Just that, to pay that, the gas that's where to go the, the minimum wage and shit like that kind of compensates for it. And it's like one thing, you know, you have to pay the workers more. Like if you raise minimum wage, the, the, the people have to pay their people more, employees more, which in turn, they have to raise the price of their products and they just pass it on to the consumer. And it's just a never ending fucking thing. I understand and- the minimum wage for like couples or, you know, older people or, you know, people in their twenties or whatever going to work and they're working two jobs and that's all they can get. They're getting paid. They're trying to raise a family, a home, and all that. I understand them people getting paid more on minimum wage. But the minimum wage consisted of fucking kids that work 39 hours a week because they don't want to give them 40. Paying them, ask for uh, just a black coffee, and they give you a fucking donut and orange juice. I'm like, you're getting paid 15 bucks an hour, and you can't even get a fucking just a black coffee, right? Then they bitch. I ain't paid enough here. Fuck it. Yeah, well, that that actually, that video that I sent you kind of gets into that, too. With the people in it kind of almost like that fourth turning book where where people are less fucking uh I get it. people like back in the world war ii and shit like that they're like well as he puts it battle hardened you know what yeah. i mean we get to like still to this day not that i had a shitty fucking upbringing or was like super hard or anything but your parents like it was kind of like instilled in you to like clean your plate or to mm-hmm. be, you know what I mean? Like you don't waste and stuff. And even to this day, I'm like, Sarah's like, you don't need to fucking eat that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm at a restaurant. You say I'm, that though. I'm full we grew of up different I'm like, here, even though we're younger people than yeah. most people grew up. It was different yeah, yeah. living home. That that was like being raised in their time, young with nothing and all that stuff. That's right. We but, but what I'm getting at is, is then you have that washes over to them people having children and then overcompensating, not wanting them children to have the woes that they had. So you give them everything under the fucking sun. Like I remember when I was a kid, like a can of Pringles was like, holy shit, you're rich. 
You, you, you know what I mean? Rich yes, kids. Yes, they got the good Pringles. Guy. What? You got Pringles and Devil Dogs? You lucky <laughs> bastard. <laughs> right. And, 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 it wasn't and, fucking Corn Pops. It was fucking uh, the Smack ones. They were the right. Dogs. And, when, yes. and that leads into the kids, like, being desensitized on, like, everything. And, and, and nothing entitlement. Is, is, you know what I mean? At least to, like, a sense of entitlement. Like, we've been over before with, you know... Uh, participation trophies the whole thing the whole goddamn thing and and it, it's it's a cycle it's a cycle and then because of that it, it's like you go over the statistics on self-made millionaires and then then the their uh their heirs that 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 got piss that it away that piss it away that absolutely yeah. have no because because they didn't have to what it was blood, like tears that are into it the you know yeah. what i mean you don't have to have the blood, sweat, and tears that go into it. It's like the best the corner movie. man is is a, a, a former fighter. You're not going to get a better corner guy than somebody that's been in the fucking trenches, that's got the ass beatings, that's, that's you know what I mean? That's like. that they they know what you're going through and, and how to overcome certain things, you know? But that's but what I, breeds a certain people. That's why you have a certain class that you know, like I'm going to say up here because it is different living up here than just, just to go South, go to Bangor, you know, yeah. uh, the family I had down there, you know, what you work this week, you know, 70 hours or Holy Oh fuck. How the fuck you do that? Yeah. Like, well, what do you mean? Oh, fuck that. If I can't make my money in 40 hours and I ain't doing it. I'm like, well, I, I, I learned that like when we went to Maryland and it's even here, like here at where I work now, 40 hours is, it's pulling teeth to get anybody to come in Friday because you can work four tens and that's it. You're done. In Maryland, we had like such tall orders that we had to fill and stuff and 40 out, like they were out. And and the, the thing was like, well, no, you have, you can't, you can't make them work more than 40 hours. And I was like, since fucking when, when I, <laughs> when I was at home, like, like when you worked at the mill and shit like that, it was like 50, at least 50 hours. And if, yeah. You didn't like it. Tough shit. We'll find somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, but I know the show, like you were, taught, you know, you got 20 years of your life. Say you're, you don't go to school. You're going to, as soon as you graduate, you're going to work. Okay. Your family taught you that. Well, if you're not going to go to school, you're going to go to work. You got about 20 years of busting your ass. Well, in that 20 years, you can work all the time. It doesn't hurt you that bad. Acquire what you need, your home and all that stuff. The, the American dream, I guess, a home, a family, your, your vehicles and all that stuff. And when you get in your forties and all that, you can back off and you can work the 40 hours a week, and maintain what you have because you've put your time in for that. People get right out of high school, start a fucking job. And they're like, oh, I should have that. I should have that. I should have that. I should have that. Yeah. No, you, you shouldn't have that. And that's debt incentivized. Like Fuck, at, yeah. you know, the, the country, this country, it, like he, I, I drive around here. Everybody's got a brand new fucking pickup. Like, yeah. like way beyond the fucking, and, and I don't think maybe a quarter of them are actually used for what a pickup would be used for mm-hmm. a home or, you know what I mean? <laughs> what a pickup, use that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like why my oldest it? daughter, when she got her license, she had to have a fucking, went, took a loan out, you know, co-sign for her to get a loan so she could have a new car. She's like, well, I'm not driving that piece of junk. Every kid that gets her license for the first time should be driving a piece of shit, leaking oil, fucking stalling out, broke down somewhere. To show you that that yeah okay when you go get that new vehicle and all that stuff you yeah. fucking appreciate that the filthy door 
right? The filthy oh, yeah, the whore. Water. Yeah. Sparky's got some memories with the filthy yeah. whore. Yeah. He had like no, an 86 it's... or 87 Daytona. Daytona. So technically, yeah. we're the last of a, a generation like that. Yeah. I've never seen, I never see any of them anywhere. Daytona? When was the last time you seen Dodge Daytona? I saw one last year. Really? Oh, fuck, yep. there's one in Caribou. I, I never a seen red one. I haven't seen one not of them. The purple, <laughs> not the purple one. Well, they have a Chrysler laser that was like the same thing. Yeah. 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 You need you uh, need to get one of those and then paint black cherry on the back. Cherry. <laughs> ah, they got how long days. did you drive a piece of shit before you bought your first nice vehicle? Uh I'm still Fuck, driving. You were, my... you were up there. You know what I mean? You were I'm still driving a piece of garbage. Sake. Yeah, it gets because we know you know. It's not the piece of garbage that you had when you were younger. It's to you, it's a piece of shit, but it still it gets you to where you need to be. You dumped I, fifteen I, grand on a piece of shit back then. You paid five hundred dollars for a piece of shit. Drove that poor, for a few years. My poor mother, <laughs> that poor lady. <laughs> I remember actually Sparky was with me. We were misbehaving, kind of. We were in school, and my mother used to use that car to go to work in Prescott. So we called home drunk. Yeah, like a twenty-something mile. Uh, uh, ride and uh, well, there was one time we went to the church in Sheridan. And how you come out on Watt Street, there's like this fucking rock man or whatever. And we bought him <laughs> out. And I was like, oh, well, fuck, you gotta watch that rock next time or whatever. We went to Cleavy's house and it got all fucked up and I ended up making it home. And the next morning, I uh, we I found out that I split the oil pan like wide open. <laughs> there was nothing my mother took off i was like shit yeah like what my old man's like where the fuck did you have that car <laughs> out in the field remember that oh. ranger my old man bought that green one, green one? bought that brand new yeah. i got my license and they only let me drive that a few times i went by the old uh, sheridan dump well dad had broke the front end so he put locking hubs on it but it was push button four-wheel drive then so you could Leave the hubs on the Yeah, going down that the hill by the house right there and blew that. And he's like, Don't tell your fucking mother. <laughs> so he put them hubs in there, but you could push the button in four-wheel drive, then put it in low range, but it was still in two-wheel drive. So you could spin all fucking four years in that pickup. You know what I mean? It looked like you had a big V8 in that. Well, I was spinning that and I blew the rear end. I was like, holy fuck, locked right up solid. So I walked from the, the dump to home and I went and got dad. I said, ah, he goes, where the fuck's my truck? I said, it broke down. I said, it quit. I don't know what happened. So we took mom's station wagon, <laughs> go down to Sheridan. He looked at that truck. There was black marks all on the road, rubber stuck up in the fender wells and all that shit. <laughs> he goes, you stupid fuck. Yeah. He goes, yeah. you should at least put it in four wheel drive and drove yourself up the road a little ways. So I didn't see that. So I had to buy him. I was 16 years old, worked all summer put the fucking rear end in the pickup and i had to buy him four new tires not just two four <laughs> pick rocks hey okay. did all that shit yeah i remember there was another time with that fucking dodge daytona that filthy ore i was coming back from washburn going through to castle hill on that dirt road that loops yeah. around the main road to go to Gardner, correct? yeah yeah i was on there and the fucking i was flying and all of a sudden it went from <laughs> pavement to dirt and it's right on a corner and that went dirt man and that fucking car was going all over <laughs> and that spun around and i ended up weighing the fucking ditch not a soul in sight it's yeah. like fucking seven eight o'clock at night and i was like how in the fuck that would have been a long walk i ended up jacking up the car like 20 times i jack up the car and push it off the jack all by myself 
jack up the car and push it off. I got that car out of the ditch and on the main road by myself. Kids today would never would have thought of doing something like that. You know what I mean? Not at all. Yeah, I had they had one of them fucking scissor jacks, man. I get that up just as high <laughs> as I could and I push and then fall probably five, four or five inches, you know, higher up the hill. <laughs> higher up the hill. And you can't explain your excitement when you got that up on top of the road. You're like, fuck yeah, I got uh, it out of there. Then uh, you walk yeah. around, make sure you didn't do no damage to it. All right, I'm getting that home. No, let me know about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what do you think, Sparky? Any final thoughts? I think we should wrap it up for the week and uh, yeah, call it good. I think. Yeah. Good show, uh, considering you said you didn't have anything. I didn't really have my, I mean, there's not a whole lot of interesting news and everybody just wants to know about the fucking price anyway. So well, just calm your ass down, sit and wait. And buy some Bitcoin. Buy some Bitcoin. I, I, uh, I bought some myself tonight. I'm still waiting on my trade. Where's the VGX right now? Still sitting at like 79. Last time I looked, uh, it should be like 158. Yeah, 158. Yep. 158. I went up to 160 something today. Oh, yeah. Uh, they got a little bit greedy. I probably should have jumped out, but now I'm just going to wait for the next trip. But I was waiting for like 180 something. But I don't know if I'm being too greedy on waiting for that. I'd be happy with 10%. You know what I mean? I have a quick question for before we stop. Uh, have you ever gone on like Voyager or whatever, just scroll through and maybe possibly buy something, just happen to click on something and look at the price, then back out and like, holy fuck, did that just say that? And back up to it and click on it again and it was back to normal price. Oh, Ethereum, I, I was scrolling through it and I clicked on it and it, I know it said a fucking dollar. I was like, <laughs> buy, like, buy, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I did it. I just said, holy fuck, that was a dollar. I said, what the fuck happened? I backed yeah. up to it and it was back to normal price. I was like, was that one of those little glitches in this fucking could technology be. where it was yeah. fucked up? And if I had to hit buy right there, I could have thrown my dollars in, in Ethereum and fucking boom. Have, have Certain all exchanges. That. There was an exchange a while ago. Remember that, that yep. Bitcoin went down to like $6,000 or yep. something. And a bunch of people bought a fuck ton of it. And the exchange was trying to get that Bitcoin back from these people. And I think they got a, 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 the majority of it back. But some of it, they were like, fuck you. I'm out of here. <laughs> right. that, that was when Bitcoin was at 50-something thousand. Yeah, the Frenchman Monero, wasn't drinking Monero, when he saw over that. Over to Bitcoin, back to Monero, back to Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God damn it. From Monero to... From narrow to that that fucking that pirate chain to pirate chain back to Monero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. I just All right, boys. I, yeah. You guys have a good week. All you right, too, bud. You guys too. All right. Gonna play us out. Let's hear it. Hit it.